Hey, what's up, how's it? Aloha, welcome to Culturized. It is me, Makani. This is a space that we uh, we like to get together. So if if you ever wanted to learn culture, share culture, talk culture, uh, this is a space to do it. Um, you know, for those of you, you want to learn something. I truly believe that if we learn a little bit about others' cultures, we're going to get along way better. It's like you don't have to like us. Just learn a little bit about us because eventually you will. But uh, that's what we're doing. This is the space that we created. And because we are a cultured show, uh, we always like to start off and create this space for us. Uh, so we've got the Kanaka kid behind me. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Mahalo Ilono. <laughs> Kanaka Kid, uh, check out his YouTube if you're not watching mine. I we are season five. Thank you so much. If you're listening in, hit the uh, listening in. Uh, tell all your friends about it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button notification so you know what's going on with culture in and around you. And if you want to share some culture with us, uh, comment down below or get in touch with us at culturize.com. Uh, check out our social media pages. I'm excited. I'm humbled. I'm privileged to be sitting in front of, let's give some titles, Kumu educator, cultural practitioner, uh, co-founder of the Kamahina Project, and I like this one, lead Mahina facilitator. <laughs> I love that. Hi'i Lanishibata. How are you? I'm great. I We have not seen each other in ever. <laughs> for like a, a, It's been a while, yeah? You, how long have you been on Oahu now? Uh, gosh, I don't want to say. Because we both, it's at least 20 something, right? Oh, no? over 20 years. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. As we usually do, you know, when, when we meet people, um, let every, where are you from? What high school you went? <laughs> <laughs> well, I graduated from Waikia High School in Hilo. Oh. So I'm born and raised Hilo. Uh, I've been trying to get back. But <laughs> Isn't that funny? We, that's me. I was like, I need to get back to Lanai. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Hilo, Waikia, um, not to interrupt you, but I, 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 all I remember was going to Waikia High School. Uh, they used to have a wrestling tournament. Mm. And... When I was at Lahaina Luna, we were so cheap, we had to sleep in the Hilo High School gym. Mm. <laughs> All that rain would come in the side and we'd wake up soaking wet. But okay, Waikia High School, um, where where on Hawaii Island did you grow up? Was it near the school? Uh, so I, I grew up, my dad had land and we had a house up in Waikia, but my mom is actually from Keokaha. Ooh. So, you know, we, we go wherever, right? My dad... I grew up in Pepe Hill. Wow. So, yeah, so I was all over. I, that true, true Hawaii Island. Let me ask you that. Um, would you prefer people to say Big Island or Hawaii Island? I actually I, like Big Island. Yeah? Yeah. See, I, I think it's, I always, I always have this conversation. Um, some of my friends from Hawaii Island is like, Hawaii Island. Sorry. Or if I said Big <laughs> Island. That's like, oh, so you, you prefer Big Island. I like that. I like it. I, I always just think, well, how can we just call a main island? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so growing up in, in those two different eras, what was it like growing up? Do you, do you remember, was it, was it very cultural? Was it very um, local? Like, or was it very Hawaiian growing up or very local growing up or, or a mix of everything? A mix of everything. Yeah. What, what, are the, what are the things you remember? What, growing, 
Because you know how different islands, we grew up different ways, right? Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up on Big Island? I, I, you know, in reflection, ah. I am so thankful that nice. I grew up in Hilo. And I'm super thankful of the family that, you know, they say you choose the family you come in. Yeah, I said, I would make a good choice. <laughs> I made a good choice. Uh, and I believe that I, I was definitely raised Hawaiian mm. and Japanese because Ooh. I'm half-half. Yeah. So I really believe that it was both and not too much other cultures, actually. Did you think that's a huge benefit? Oh, yeah. They're the best uh, cultures. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, I love the pride is there. I love it. What What are some things? Because I always say this. You, you think Hilo and you think Hawaii Island. And I'm learning that even within the Japanese culture, very different Hawaii Island than different than Oahu, different from Kauai, those, those, the Japanese on different islands. There's little things that are a little bit different. Do you notice that when oh, you moved super, here? Super, super different. Like... Because Japanese, on, especially from Hilo, I cannot say from Kona uh-huh. because, you know, it's even a big that, island. Yeah, I was going to say It's even a big that. island. So different, different. What, what are some of the things you notice about? Oh, Japanese from Hilo going to scrap if they do. <laughs> yeah, no, right? No, See, they, they're I, punchy. I always say that. I said mm-hmm. something about uh, uh, Hawaii Island Japanese and, and Hilo Japanese. They're, they're, I always say the fishermen. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the fighters. Yep. Big uh, trucks. I, I compared to everywhere else. If you are joining us, uh, we're going to be getting into... I'm excited because we're going to be talking about Mahina and the Moon, but uh, we're talking about Hawaii Island, Big Island. Hi'ilani Shibata is with us, but I, I want to get into a little bit more about how you were raised because I love the cultural side of you. So if you're joining us, thanks so much for doing that. This is Culturize. Hit the notification button, the subscribe button, all the things you need to do, and don't forget to tell your friends about us. It's Culturize. Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code AHIGHTHING. For all your money needs, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union is here for you. Visit HIFICU.com. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Culturize. Sitting down with Hi'ilani Shibata. Growing up on the big island... Of course, Japanese, Native Hawaiian, we're talking about the differences in, in Japanese culture. And then I also notice in local Japanese culture, right, mm-hmm. is, is very different from Japanese Japanese, right? Oh, definitely. What I love about Hilo is there's a lot of Japanese that still had their furo mm-hmm. and all, their thi- all, all these Japanese things that they brought over. Not very much. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know on Oahu, but did you have, you guys had a furo at your house? My grandma had different things, yeah. You know, one thing I learned, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, is how to bathe in a furo. Like a lot of people would think you bathe in it, but you're supposed to, what do you call, clean yourself off before, and then you go in, right? (laughs) Is that how you do it? Definitely. Because I used to think you just sit inside and you just the kind, and it's like, no, 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 no. You clean yourself before you get into the furo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did did your grandma used to make you do that? Uh, No, we never actually got to do it as little kids, but my grandma, yeah. She would, I think, do it when she wanted to, but one of the things is that she, all the way until she couldn't bathe herself, she had a, uh, a tub. You know the old ones oh, with the yeah, feet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, and she would bathe herself outside and then go inside and, and bathe. So the culture part is still so there. It's still there all I the love way. That. Yeah. And she died when she was 97. Wow. So it was like, 
So I never understood because we always had to bathe in the tub. Right. Yeah. So you guys was lucky. Lana, it was the sink. Oh, <laughs> that metal sink. Like, it you wouldn't have fit. Sink. I know. That's what I was like. How do you do that? Um, did you guys have to do like uh, the whole bondori, um, bond dance and all that stuff too? We didn't have to, but bond dance, yeah. when I was growing up, uh-huh. you know, I'm a little older, right? So uh-huh. bond dance is where you hook up. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what the action was. So why, why are you not going to go bond dance? It didn't that's, matter if you're Japanese. That's such a outer island thing. Because we thought, bond dance here, people go because it's bond dance. Yeah. We go because we like eat andagi and yeah. hook up. Yeah. Right? Because you, ice, whatever. you know, and you're doing the, and you know, you don't know which somebody watching you. That is too funny. Um, other things that, that you take into your adult life that came from the Japanese side? Oh, just hardworking. Hmm. Yeah. My dad and his coach, I mean, he's he's just amazing Japanese man, no talk too much, but you Ooh, know, very bushido. Yeah, but that's very a, that's another hilo th- Japanese thing. Oh, really? They oh. Uh, that's what I noticed. They hard workers, mm-hmm. hard hard workers. Um, that's what I and I have this. It's really weird. It, it's it's bad, but I have this vision when I think of when I think of hilo Japanese men. I think the short stocky mm-hmm. <laughs> like just hands rough like yeah. hard workers or probably paid, played baseball yeah but just <laughs> always worked hard and i was like man but you, so you were lucky enough to grow up in a household and you had native hawaiian side oh yeah my mom mm-hmm. what what kind of things do you remember that you take into your adult life today about that about culturally well our matriarch uh, was my grandmother mm. And she was called Big Grandma. That's why I like Big Island. Really? Wait, so you were. So did you spend most of your time with Grandma? Uh, both. Wow. So I had Big Grandma, who was the Hawaiian one, uh-huh. and had Small Grandma, who was the Japanese one. Lucky, because there's not a lot of people. Not a lot of people that are lucky enough to be raised by mm-hmm. or with their grandparents. Um, out of the two, I love that. You got Kanaka grandmother, Japanese guy. Who, who, was, who was more rough? They were pretty equal. Really? Yeah. Wow. So what, what things growing up in the household do you remember on the Hawaiian side that you guys practiced? Well, my grandma uh, wasn't until a little bit older, yeah. Mm-hmm. But my grandma, I mean, she had plenty, plenty kids all mm-hmm. the time. But what I love about my grandma's house was that anybody could come. Cool. Right, and they can they can sleep, they can do whatever. She had everybody there, and she really, uh, she really was like big grandma for everybody. I like it, even her sister's grandchildren. Everybody know? at Pilikia run to big grandma's yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you had any problems, she was the one. So, and then whenever I got to spend time with mm-hmm. her, like when I moved to Oahu and stuff like that, she decided to. Uh, she and my grandfather at that time decided that. I would, they would only speak Hawaiian to me. And then that's when it really got fun because I, then I realized, oh, that's what they were doing. Her and her sisters, uh-huh. when they would hang out, they would talk Hawaiian, but they talk stink about everybody. Okay, I hold that <laughs> thought. I love that. If you're joining us, this is Culturized. We're sitting with Hi'ilani Shibata. We're talking about growing up in Hilo uh, with a native Hawaiian uh, side and her Japanese side. And, and this is culture. This is where it's happened. I, happening. I love this. If you're joining us, thanks a lot. It's Culturized. Ashley is America's number one furniture store. We have everything you need for your home. Let the experts at King Windward help you out of your current loan or lease and into a new vehicle. Visit kingwindwardnissan.com.
Hey, welcome back to Culturize Season 5. Thank you guys so much for liking what we're doing. Uh, if you want to share culture with us, no matter what culture it is, whether it's native, whether it's ethnic, whether it's social, um, I, I believe the definition of culture is, is just 10 or more people doing and believing in the same thing. Uh, so if you want to share something, you let us know. Sitting down with Hi'ilani Shibata. We're going to get into the, your, this latest project, but I'm so I'm stoked that you talk, you just talked about how when grandma and grandpa's like, no, no, right? We're only going to speak in, in Hawaiian. I ask this question sometimes to people, and so, some people look at me sideways, but um, when did you realize you were Hawaiian or realize you're Kuleana? It's a weird question, but like it took a while for me. Like, you know, because that's what you, you, grew, you grew up, oh, you Hawaiian, you Hawaiian. But I, for me, it was like it wasn't oh, when I started dancing hula. And then when my grandmother started teaching me healing things, I'm like, oh, okay. That's why I'm the way I am. For you, was it that time? Uh, no, it was when I was uh, first going to kindergarten. Wow. Where did you go to kindergarten? At Waikia Waina Elementary. And you have to understand that. Waikia is synonymous like poor city over here yeah, on Oahu. Waikia <laughs> like, was all the Japanese That's lived. such a great analogy. <laughs> Well, I was on the bowling team, and Pro City and us were always state champs, depending That's on right. who was the winner. Yeah, That's such a great analogy. So I understood. Mm -hmm. uh, I understood I was both Japanese and Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. At f when I was going to kindergarten, mm -hmm. my mom used to tell me on the way to dropping me off at school, "Don't let anybody tell you you're dumb because you're Hawaiian. Nice. You're proud to be Hawaiian. You nice. come from a good family." And that that is actually when I realized I was Hawaiian. I like that. Yeah. With that said, was was grandmas and and mom them were they were they the kind of of parents in Makua that would grab you and say we're gonna teach you this or did you just have to use your kilo skills? A uh, kilo even before five years old. Uh, I like that because. It's almost kind of like I knew already. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I had to be told mm. uh, because my grandma used to do Juliopu. Mm. And so, and she had this certain thing. They, it's it's illegal now because I think I had like gas inside or something, but they used to have this rub. And it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but yes. you can't buy them now. You can, no. <laughs> uh, uh, we were just having this conversation. <laughs> For those of you that are watching, uh, Juliopu, expl explain that to, to our friends that are watching. Well, spe specifically, she was really uh, with the babies. Mm -hmm. So if somebody was going like to take... Like Yeah, so when so if somebody was going to take the baby go uh, on the plane, mm -hmm. especially, mm -hmm. she would lomi the opu and was like hard. She wasn't like... Yeah. It wasn't like nice. You know what I mean? Like she would lomi them and then she would wrap them, right? But had that smell of that rub. It was very uh, fascinating. It, but she would uh, make me sit with her. See, when I was doing it, she was doing it. That is, I remember I remember when I used to go to Papa Kalua's house on Maui. Mm. As soon as you walk into the garage, you knew somebody's getting work done, right? But Opuhuli is, is, is so if you're joining us, when, when a baby gets gas or what a, a colic, sometimes mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. call it. But I used to watch Kupuna when they, when they used to loan me that, like, whoa, 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 because they are going yeah. at it. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, like, if, you, if you've ever burped a baby right and you know like when we do lomi some people are like <laughs> i'm like you guys ever burp one baby like <laughs> dude, right? and they're like no i don't want to go too high it's like if a baby can handle it so you got you were privileged enough to sit in that hole and do you do do you practice it today 
Yeah, so I, I'm actually part of Kapaolo Nupuha right. under Kiola right. Chan. And, uh, yeah, and you know what's interesting is that I I always knew that it would be for my, my children and my ohana, that it wasn't necessarily something I would be doing, like, as a as you know a business so i'll know me you if if i need to you know like see, if that's yeah. my career i, I, I will I do like it but that. i'm not gonna go out and go like put up one sign and see make that kind i know of <laughs> see, i thank you for that because i'm like it's like oh it's like it's how do you how do you do that but i want to get back to so the kilo skills you'd sit with grandma and and you'd watch her lome and you'd watch her work on these people um and you already know how old were you how far back do you remember sitting with her yeah i was before five and so your kilo skills was like that already. Yeah, I was always really quiet. So uh, that was just my thing. And mm-hmm. I, but observant is oh. what I think when I reflect on it. And if I talk to my mom, she'll tell me that too, I know. But my grandma would just pull me into stuff and then I just would have to be there. And they never had to scold me, right? Because I just be- hardly talked. So such yeah. the epitome of a haumana. Don't say anything. Just sit there. If you're joining us, this is Culturized. We're sitting with Ilani Shibata. Right now we're talking about uh, kilo skills, which is going to take us right into. Don't go too far because you need kilo skills for this new project that she has. And I'm sometimes I think I have good kilo skills, but not so much. That's why she's here, because we're going to learn about these things right here on Culturized. Culturized brought to you by Beachside Roofing, the leaders. Elevate your home's exterior to a whole nother level with Windows Hawaii low-maintenance, energy-efficient select siding. Call 808-671-0808 today. Rigel Kent Insurance, protecting your legacy. Hey, what's going on? What's up? How's it? Aloha. Welcome to Culture Eyes. It is me, Makani. I'm sitting with my good friend, Hi'ilani Shibata from the Big Island. Uh, growing up, uh, Japanese household, Native Hawaiian household, um, talking about your kilo skills. And you were very fortunate because, you know, Kavakahiko, in old days, I mean, we were pulled on the side as, as very young kids. Mm-hmm. And we were given kuleana. Even if we didn't know what it was, we're like, no, this is what you're going to do. And I like the fact that you said what we were just talking about, how you, you don't really put it out there because I never thought in a million years the things I learned growing up from my grandparents was something I would be doing. I mean, I knew, but not to the point like now. I work at Wainai Coast Comprehensive Health Center. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, how am I? Now it makes sense because I remember by the time I got to high school, I was like, what am I going to use this stuff for And in, in my adult life? And I'm glad I had kilo skills, but your kilo skills is, I think yours is above and beyond because you need kilo skills for the moon. And that's why you're, one of the reasons why you're here, explain to our friends who are watching, we hear it all the time, Hawaiian moon phases. We hear the term mahina. Mahina in the moon, who was it? Who was she? What is, what is that connection to Native Hawaiians? Actually, I'm going to back up just a little yes, bit. Yes, please. Because my grandmother, I didn't really understand, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're just growing, but then mm-hmm. you just take it all in. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to look like her. So when I see people who are ohana that I haven't seen for a long time, uh-huh. or maybe I don't even know they're my ohana, but they look at me and they see my grandma. Ooh. So the reason I'm bringing this in is because my grandma was the person, if if they were ma'i, like mm. if they had some kind of affliction, mm. spiritual, mm. emotional, physical, and they couldn't find anybody, even even because her 
I don't. I pre- probably related, but her one of her really good friends was Papa Awaya. Mm. So even going to him sometimes, if they couldn't like get help, uh-huh. then they went to my grandma. Wow. So this is part of why Kamahina Project was born. Ooh, okay. But it also comes in as I reflect and as I'm doing this mm-hmm. project, it really comes back to all the things in my life that I have been placed in. And I feel very fortunate. And I just, I love the fact that I can just keep doing my kuleana and that it keeps getting revealed. You know, it just grows and grows. And that's what Kamahina Project is part of my kuleana. I love, the, not to interrupt, but the fact that you said it, it continues to grow because a part of like, I wanted to create this this program because, you know, sometimes we get, with local people, we get that local boy syndrome. Oh, nah, I don't like, I don't like, I shame, I don't like learn. Or we get to a point where, oh, I, I older it, I don't like learn, I, I cannot learn. But like you said, we continue to grow. It's revealing, uh, our kuleana is always revealed daily. So thank you for answering that question because the question I was going to ask was, how did Kamahina Project come about? Was it like a moi uhane? But now you just explained it. How, when did you, did you just like, this is what I'm going to do? So I worked at the Bishop Museum for mm. 14 years. Wow. And as part of that, I got to do all kinds of stuff right. because when I was Native Hawaiian and I was uh-huh. female, uh-huh. and they had plenty of money back then, yeah. <laughs> I was there <laughs> I at, love the, the at the right <laughs> time. I was there at the right time. And they could, they could just send us uh-huh. to go do stuff. And so one of the things was I got to play Hinahanae Kamalama, the oh. goddess that is in the Mahina in the moon, in a play that we traveled mm-hmm. and worked with Native American, Alaska Native mm-hmm. artists, sharing our moon stories. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that that was part of my kuleana once I did that. But I do know that when I went to seek guidance from people who encompassed that it, like that essence of Hina, mm-hmm. that actually one of them, and I don't know if she remember, mm-hmm. but I went to Kumuhina at the time, and I asked her, I said, so what is it like to be or how can you mm. can you help me like really encompass Hina Hanai Kamalama when I'm on the stage? You know, it wasn't like I was in a big production, uh-huh. but it was important to me as a Hawaiian to do something my kai, right? And she said, Once you become Hina, you will always be Hina. Well that was that was deep. <laughs> If you're joining us, thank you so much for joining us on Culturize. This is YouTube. He Ilani Shibata. We're gonna, can we talk more? Can I keep you for a yes, little while? Of course. We're going to talk more on the extended version. Uh, comment down below anything you want to learn and questions about Mahina and the Moon. We're doing it right now, right here on Culturized. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to Culturized. It is me, McCunny. Thanks for joining us on the extended version, sitting down with Ilani Shibata, talking about her latest project, the Kamahina Project. But say it again, what you just said prior. Once you become Hina, say you that again. You will always be Hina. And it started, you were just, you were, you're playing, you got picked to play a role. Yes. In a play. Yes. And that just kind of manifested into now you are even off stage. Is is Kuliana wise? Is that heavy? Not not Kaumaha, but heavy meaning this is Kuliana. I am now Hina. I have to portray Hina. I, everything I do has to be Hina. Is that how you see it now? No, not at all. Wow. I actually feel very Hina-led. Eve, you see, that's why we Hina led, not Hina, but Hina led. You see, 
explain that Hina led to me. Uh, well, because she is part of mm-hmm. things that I do. She is part of the kuleana. Uh-huh. It's not all my kuleana, but mm. it's part of the kuleana right. that I have. Uh, she leads us. Uh, my co-founder and I, uh, my co-founder is mm. Talia Cardenas, mm. and she lives on Molokai, Molokai Nuiahina. No, <laughs> what a perfect place to live. <laughs> but Hina leads us. And I, I, all I can tell you uh-huh. is she will make things happen. Mm. She will put people in front of us mm. that you would never even have tried. To, if you tried to plan it, it could not uh-huh. have done like and we're like mahalo we always just <laughs> we just go mahalo hina and then we just go <laughs> i i like because i i'm on like this personal quest to understand mahina and the moon more and more um how many moon phases because people hear it all the time right people hear it all the time some people are to it some people are not how many hawaiian moon phases are there so there's 30 phases with names right with Inoa. okay and so there's others without no, I'm just saying. In between though, a 30 because, with, wow. Because now, when you look science-wise, science mm-hmm. right, well, right. I, I don't like to say science because I, that's I, such yeah, a, it's, that doesn't make sense to us. That's all made it, up. I was going to say, because <laughs> at the, my, my tutorial, at the, at the end of the day, the scientist going to come back to the native and go, explain that to us. Yeah. <laughs> so the phases don't match up to our Gregorian calendar, right? Mm-hmm. The sun calendar. Okay. And so they're constantly moving. Right, so it's constantly changing, mm. which is one of the lessons we understand from Mahina. We're constantly, constantly moving. Oh. There is no stagnant uh-huh. part of Mahina. There is no stagnant part of cycles. There is no stagnant part of us. And so the thirty names is mm. you. You might see. You might look up, and then two hours later, look up and go, "Oh, it changed already." But that is the, life. I that just blew my mind because I. So now the change is one thing. But also when you say she guides us, because I also have a little bit of understanding that I mean even mahi'ai that we use it for we use it for farming. What what other things does she lead us? Aspects of Namea Hawaii like farmers, right? So we, mauka, right? Farmers, mm-hmm. uh, even with the stars, right? There's that mm-hmm. whole healing actually, mm-hmm. not necessarily for uh, administering the healing mm-hmm. when someone needs it, but you utilize the illumination the, to gather. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, energize the vai, right? The water to heal with. You also, uh, she will. The phase will tell you, oh, this is a better time to mm-hmm. appropriately gather. Uh, it is also with fishing, of course, mm-hmm. right? So makai. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, in our what is what has been physically left mm-hmm. for us, right? In writings and stuff, mm-hmm. you get all the fishing, you get all the farming, mm-hmm. you even get birth omens, ouli. Yeah, that are, are family specific though. Right. That are with moon phases. And they're pretty hilarious. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So to me, what, what it means though is that the Mahina, uh-huh. just like the Hoku, just like the uh-huh. La, just like all of these Akua, uh-huh. right, that are all around us all the time, they were in every part of our life. Yeah. See, it's it's for somebody in, in, in every part of our life. And of course, you know, we live in modern day and, and, and you know, we, we go about our daily life. Do you see a huge difference, even in people that, that you share with and you teach, if they start to be Hina-led? Do you see a change? Completely. In, yeah. And so one of the things is uh, with Kamahina Project, mm. and, you know, I'm going to say this. Mm. I love the fact that there are so many Mahina-based 
companies <laughs> right. and education people and all that. And I and Talia, we are both very supportive of all. I like that. Yeah. Like so that. it's not, we are not trying to be the one all at mm. all mm. because that is not Hina. Yeah. That yeah. is not Hina. Well, we, what we have, why we have created this, mm-hmm. this company is because when we started to work with women coming mm. out of incarceration, mm. we realized that, wow, the amount of emotional, mental, mm-hmm. spiritual guidance and support just learning about Hina, learning about Ku, learning about the Mo'olelos, mm. learning about the moon phases and how, oh, you know, if it's this phase, uh-huh. oh, it's okay, you can just cruise today. You know, like just mm. having something tell you it's okay, giving you permission, giving you permission oh, to like be cool it. when it's the cool right. moons. You know, it's just, it, it's a whole nother thing and we're still discovering uh-huh. what that means. Mm-hmm. Which that is, I like that because, well, my question is this. We, we know uh, we associate Mahina, you know, with, with Mahina, right? For a Kane, for a man, do, do we, uh, can we be Hina led? Oh, definitely. Okay. Because on a Wahine side, mm-hmm. you got to also be cool led. Mm. You have to have both, because mm. if you don't, then you lopsided. <laughs> yeah, because you know you you always hear that term. It's sometimes it's like, hey, more Hina, less cool, <laughs> right? When, <laughs> yeah. when somebody's all mad or somebody's angry. Um, so t- how I don't even know if this would be a fair. Word. How difficult would it be? I mean, did Hawaiians Kavakahiko was their daily life one hundred percent Hina led, or was that just certain people? Uh, I think you find your way. You've, oh, I, okay. Because some people are Kanaloa. Mm. Some people are definitely Pele, right? Because <laughs> I have my Pele moments. I'm from Big Island. Pele, we all Pele women right. we're in Big Island. That's so why you got to be careful right. you date somebody okay. from Big Island. I like that. Cause, <laughs> so in, in your opinion, Pele women of Hawaii Island, Molokai Hina yeah, women. Totally well, who, different. But just as powerful. Oh, they're all powerful, right? right? Because I think how male women are more Oahu. Like, I started to think about these things. It's just me in my uh-huh. head, right? But it's just, like, it's kind of neat, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Do you think Kamahina Project, and we're talking about how we're, we're continuing to, we're, we're, as Native Hawaiians, we're continuing to move forward. Do you think in, in, in your Manao and Ike, is there still more that Hina is like, you know, we look to the past for Ike. Did it just stop or is there revealing more? There's going to be new things we're going to learn about Hina, new things we're going to learn about moon phases. Oh my gosh. It's all the time. We're constantly learning. She's constantly revealing to me when you start uh, being on these paths, Mm -hmm. right? That we go down and everything. It's really a surrender. You have to surrender Mm. To it because once you surrender, then oh man, the ride is even yeah. more fun than you can imagine. Because I think you know, I always think you know, we're always looking to the past, which we should do to, to get our, our, our eke and our lessons. But I always think, when did it stop? Like maybe we discover new phases of the moon, maybe we discover new things. Do you think that's possible? Well, that, there's this whole thing that I've been on right now uh, where uh, 
maybe the time before Kamehameha was uh-huh. the time we should concentrate on and not the time of the kingdom. So, <laughs> because the time before Kamehameha had a little bit more interesting, a little bit more kind of what Hawaiians are like. Thank you for that, because I always tell people when you get into conversations, I always say, where does your historical clock start? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just the other day, we were talking about uh, somebody called me about mea'ai practices. I was like, well, pre-Kamehameha or post-contact or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I said, I need yeah, I need to know, right? Um, I like that. Pre, so you prefer pre-contact. How, not pre, uh, pre-Kamehameha. Yeah, there was a time before Kamehameha. They, I, see, <laughs> I truly believe that, 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 that concept of that modern concept of utopia, Oh. I, I pre pre Kamehameha, I think we we were close to because we just knew we knew our kuleana, we knew how to act, we knew what to do, um, but at the same time, you know, we would still war against each other, right? Yeah, and not, and nothing against Kamehameha. I mean, of right. course, we're all related to him some right. way, uh, and nothing against that. It's just what how the life was, right? Mm-hmm. And her his prophecy happened because mm-hmm. it needed to happen in history. But when we look at before Kamehameha. Mm-hmm we really look at how they utilized everything mm-hmm. around them, right? Which included every akua, every deity, every natural form. And they had a relationship to it that I believe today we are reconnecting mm. to. If somebody wanted to get a little bit deeper into the Kamahina, or just Mahina in general, learning moon phases, um, besides the, and I tell Lono all the time, you need to practice um, Halupo with me. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to have to teach me that. But they can come, Kamahina Project, what is the website? Kamahinaproject.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys all, everything and everything surrounding Hina. Hina, is, is it fair to say the goal is to get us to be Hina-led? So we're not... We don't try and reduplicate what is already out there. Ooh. Because that's I like a good support one. somebody else's. Right. Because I want to support. So we're going to create something uh-huh. if it's needed mm. and it's not available. But if it's available, I'm going to contact that person and say, can we collaborate? Because I don't like redoing. That doesn't make that's sense. Who, I right? like that. So one of the biggest things that uh, for us being Mahina led mm-hmm. or Hina led. Mm-hmm is that we do a, and it's completely manuahi, mm. this is part of our kuleana, is we do a daily text. And it comes to your phone if you want to. You can really? sign up. And uh, it's a video, audio, text, and it tells you, oh, ole kukolu kapo mahina. And then it'll tell you a little bit, something about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about planting. Sometimes it's about your emotions. Sometimes it's about spirituality. Sometimes it relates to maybe something that's happening right now. So it's it's one of the things that uh, really, I think, for our project mm-hmm. helps people align. And they uh, there are many, many people who all over the, all over. Yeah, right now we're at 3,000 subscribers in the text message. So how I go to the website and yep, get it? Yeah, go to the website and you can just do it real quick. It's really I totally simple. need that. I hate, because it's sometimes me and Lona will look up. Lona, what moon is that? I don't know, Papa, what it? <laughs> We're trying to look, and I was like, and I have my. It, it's even worse because my then when it comes to that, my keto skills are terrible. Because even I'll, I'll open my my right like your moon phases, and I'm no is no is it no it, I don't, I'm terrible. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So if you guys want, go to the website kamahinaproject.com. Um, 
Hilani, mahalo, mahalo, mahalo for sharing. I could keep you here forever. I know you're busy, but uh, can you come back uh, one day and just continue to share with us? Because there's every time I think of you, there's so many aspects of the Hawaii with you that I just want to jump into and, and, and share with our friends. So uh, mahalo for making time today. Uh, KamahinaProject.com. This is Culturize. Uh, if you want to comment down below, you got questions about uh, the Kamahina Project, questions about Hina and the moon and all the things we talked about, uh, do that right now. Thanks a lot for joining us. This is Culturized. Mm-hmm.